Welcome to Thurco's Podcast. Joe? Copa? We're doing this. Hot dog, dude. <laughs> dude! Thank you guys so much for showing up, man. Like, well, not even just for us, but just be a part of the boy family. You know what of I'm saying? Of course, yeah, absolutely. We love it here. And this is like y'all second year. Y'all was here last year, correct? Yes, yeah. we performed last year, um, but we've each gone just as civilians since. Like, this is our third time. Yeah, I think uh, first time as civilians, two times as performers. Right. So this is my. This is our second time playing a secret handshake. Yeah, I played once by myself, and then you played once by yourself before that. I didn't DJ, but I was here. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hell yeah! Man. I was just starting out. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely awesome to be included and like welcomed into the family. Yeah. You know? I'm glad. I'm glad you like. You know, y'all y'all see it as that as the family because it's, a, it's so much camaraderie around here between just like the the diverse sounds between all the different musicians and artists and. And even like with us, they they welcome us with open arms. You know, it's just like you guys are doing something, get your ass out here, and, you know, be a part of it and stuff. So as a DJ, this is like we don't really speak to a lot of DJs because there's not a lot. Like y'all say that there's like a kind of like a taboo aspect to it. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, the basic questions: what what got you into DJing, both of you guys, and how is it as like the dynamic duo just to get it to, just to get in there and uh, to work together on a live set you know yeah um i think i like to to go back to the beginning like i got started djing just because somebody asked me to dj a party and then like you know over a certain point in time i like fell in love with electronic music and mm -hmm. then like went through a lot of different projects before i kind of got to the sound that i have now um and then when we met we had been friends for like a while and eventually we found that we had like this common taste in a certain style of music that we felt was underrepresented and we kind of came together and like developed a project to try and push this sound that we wanted to like you know we wanted people to hear we wanted to share so like with the like that's i don't know a fucking thing about <laughs> DJ, dude. I'm, I'm still learning in this little motherfucker right here. Yeah, I've worked with some some uh, production software uh, on my lap, like Ableton and shit like that, or whatever. But I still, it's just so much to it, you know. So like, whatever, are you looking for like specific like like tracks to mix and like samples to throw in? Like, what's you know like? I don't know. I don't know anything about DJ. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think um, a huge part of electronic music and the type of electronic music we play with techno and electro and breaks um it's like largely based on music history okay. um and like regional music uh you know techno comes from detroit house comes from chicago and then there's like offshoots of that I had, I had all over that. the world yeah so what's crazy about it is that the i think main the mainstream understanding of a lot of electronic music you picture like a European guy DJing, right? And you think it's Europe, like techno's European, but it's not. It's from the United States. But European, uh, th their type of stuff is different than the stuff here. Yeah, it's, it's nowadays. It's it's definitely a melting pot. Um, you can kind of, if you have an ear for it, you can hear the difference. But a lot of it sounds very similar. But um, the music we play is largely like from different regions of the U.S. Mm -hmm. And um, we are very into like local producers and local DJs from certain cities and regions hell yeah yeah so like the like the the, the style that y'all do and, and y'all's musical equipment mm -hmm. how like i say like uh like rillo he uses like mm -hmm. the uh the, the board like, the yeah rillo's a, a magician <laughs> he's fucking crazy dude. right he's, I, I love i love him to death man and it's just like yesterday when we interviewed him it was like we have so many questions and he and it's just like the rapper art because we're civilians and you know what I'm saying like, to, just to wrap your head around like the like y'all's production it's just even still I'm like 
if I get behind there, I'm just like, I'm afraid to even push this button. <laughs> you know, like, so how long have y'all been, y'all been, you know, musically inclined and like EDM or, or just like just being a DJ? Um, I have been interested in music for a long time. Um, I have family that's in the music industry, so it's kind of like around it. Awesome. And I actually grew up as a dancer, so I was like exposed to like all different kinds of music, you know, training and dance. Awesome. Um, and then I moved to New Orleans to go to music school, and I met Niall. And, you know, we just started like nerding out about music, and he really encouraged me to start DJing because I already kind of had like a DJ's library I just didn't know how to mix like I was just making playlists and I was like it sounds cool in this order but I wasn't actually like mixing the tracks I would just make playlists like on iTunes and Spotify um, so I just kind of had to learn like the technical side of it um, but Niall and I you know I think most DJs nowadays you start on controllers like right. a little baby board it's like a little plastic $200 thing and it, it does a job it's just like ba basic mixing tool um, and then you kind of graduate to CDJs, which is like uh, most of the DJs here will play on CDJs. No yeah, <laughs> those are like you go to a festival and you see like that big rig. It's usually oh, okay. CDJs, and then there's different mixers. People have different schools of thought on which mixers are good. But um, we usually play on four CDJs and a Pioneer mixer, and like we'll each work off of two decks. Um, and we'll kind of go like he'll play two songs, I'll play two songs. Sometimes we'll do like one and one, um, but we'll kind of just, we, we're very much like, we'll have a go in with the plan with our sets, but it ends up going with the flow sometimes, especially if it's an extended set. Right. Towards the end, we'll kind of just let loose and like, you know, this go way. off the plan a little bit. So <laughs> I, I, as, as one of you guys are playing, are you like, maybe like, if you if you hear, if, if something strikes you as she's you know mixes something whatever you may like add in like you know something else just because it catches your ear or whatever but yeah, yeah. play yeah. off each other yeah so for for me it's like I, I started out as a musician first before I was a DJ and there's two things that I think are important about that in the way that we play it's like when you're in a band there's like this back and forth right. between the other people and when you're in a band you learn to trust the taste of the other people and you know you can kind of know what to expect they're gonna do mm -hmm. Um, so we have a little bit of that, and then we also communicate. We'll be like, oh, hey, what do you mm -hmm. think about this? Mm -hmm. um, but one thing I did want to say um, that you touched on earlier was that, like, the technical aspects of the DJing part, like the mixing one track to another, I feel like anybody can learn that, mm -hmm. but the taste, having the taste-making skills takes a lifetime yeah. of, like, listening to music, educating yourself, um, and wanting to, like, put songs together in a way that makes sense it doesn't go off of like like the like the beats per minute you have to get one thing that just mm -hmm. is you know if it's at like 140 and this is at 90 how is that do you speed up the 90 just to, to match that or yeah there's like so many i feel like every dj has a different answer to every technical gotcha, question yeah. <laughs> because the cool thing nowadays is that you know back in the day it was just records or right, like right. just cassette but now it's like we have so many tools and every DJ like uses the toolbox differently and has a different toolbox. Like, you know, some people will still play records, only records, some people do hybrid, some people are only digital. Rillo is out here with like modular synths and just like a whole rig. Yeah. So it's so crazy like how many different tools we have and then like what you choose to use within that toolbox. Um, I think, you know, the big game changers like when you want to be professional DJs like learning on like the industry standard is CDJs um, and that definitely was like moving like graduating from like controller to CDJs like when you're like alright let me get serious about this and like actually like learn how to use like a professional rig and actually auto taught me how to use professional really? equipment I love auto, man. yeah that's another crazy motherfucker yeah dude. yeah he's he's a fool and auto i was i was trying to explain this last night you know auto's background is bongos so the really? way that he djs is very drum based okay. if you watch him dj it's he looks like he's playing the drums on a dj mixer so it's it's so cool everyone has like a different approach to stuff i think like niall said like him and I have both taken a long time to develop our tastes, and we both arrived on like the secret handshake sound, which is very specific. But it's taken both of us like a long time to be able to curate something like so specific. Um, 
I mean, yeah. that, that, that's perfect. Well, where are you guys originally from? I'm from Southern California, born and raised. Hot dog. What, yeah. about, what about you, buddy? I'm from North Carolina. What, what brought you guys to Louisiana? My mom is from New Orleans. Okay. So I've always been visiting as like a kid and then there was just an opportunity for me to come here and like work on the projects that I'm working now and that's how I kind of ended up in New Orleans. Yeah, I got a scholarship to go to Loyola University. Awesome. So I was there and got to go to music school, which was awesome. What the hell a melting pot where you ended up though. Like that, oh yeah, that, this definitely, um, the first time I visited New Orleans to it was the last school I visited when I was looking at colleges, mm. and I just like immediately felt like home. Like I just felt welcomed. It was like right after Mardi Gras too in the city, so it's just yeah, like that exciting. energy. <laughs> I've actually never been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Yeah, that oh, blows wow. my mind. Ne- never have, and uh, it's just I don't I don't know why. I've never I don't have a, a valid excuse. <laughs> uh, it seems over, it used to seem overwhelming just because yeah. it's just like a just. It's a, lot, it's a so, lot of fucking people. It's a lot of fucking people. You know? <laughs> and around here, like, uh, just growing up small, uh, small town yeah. shit or whatever, you know. We get, you know, why, why I had to go, I don't know, it just seems like uh, the illusion of, like, going to Mardi Gras. It's just like, I'm going to get there one day, but not just yet, you know. It's, 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 it's going to, the time is just going to happen upon me that I, I go there, but I, yeah. I've always wanted to. It is a whole season, too. Oh, yeah. So, like, oh, you yeah. can, like, always just pick, like, a Friday, Saturday and go just to one mm-hmm. parade. Well, I've, I've done that before, but not actually, like, on, like, like you know, between, oh. between, like, the week before yes. and then the happening of Fat Tuesday. Yeah, yes. like that, you know? yeah. Because I know there's always, you know, it's just, the city it never sleeps man like yeah, yeah that area of time is a is a vacuum <laughs> yeah. the 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 thursday to the tuesday is like a vacuum that exists outside of time and space yeah it really is like <laughs> yeah and just also this i think one of the busiest weekends for djs in the city because it's just it's just an explosion of There's a party yeah, yeah it's just yeah <laughs> every I'm, hour i'm getting exhausted thinking about they should, work, they should make an app to find auto during mardi gras yeah they should <laughs> it's gonna be like oh, auto's mardi gras schedule is insanity but he also i i had a joke i said uh there's two bars in New Orleans that auto basically well he is a resident at the Saint but yeah, he'll play Saint, Santos yeah. a lot too and I was like if you uh, if you play Santos and the Saint and Poor Boys another bar in one night then you're in auto mode that sounds like you auto know mode. <laughs> <laughs> what about what's that what is that one place uh, I think uh, are you a resident at uh what's what is it called the Rabbit Hole or you yes. just play, you just play there a lot? So I'm the I'm the resident DJ there, but I'm also like the booking oh. entertainment manager. So awesome, I book all man. the acts that come through there. Oh, Does that cool. get hectic? It <laughs> is um, honestly the craziest thing I've ever done in my no life. No shit. Yeah, but it's the best. It's also the best, most rewarding, life changing opportunity ever. That's beautiful. So man. it's been that. That the rabbit hole thing has like honestly changed the game on everything. Awesome, man. Um, it's an honor to be a part of it. It is a lot of work. It seems like it. it, it I, I'd fucking go crazy just so that because I'm like I'm the nice guy, so I care too much to ask a favor of someone or uh, even mm-hmm. like with them. Hey, man, do you mind if I get a bottle of water out the fridge? It's just a bottle of water, but I just feel like an asshole for asking for it. You know, right. and, like and, and also if. If a lineup change happens or something like this, or like, or like, double booking does happen, you know, because some things may slip your mind, I, I, it would just fucking freak me the fuck out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, Niall's a perfect guy for the job. Awesome, man. He's a Capricorn, so he's a very hard worker. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't. What, what did Zeus? I, I don't know what any of the zodiac signs mean. I really fucking. We, we can skip over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so, like, as a Capricorn, like man. I'm not, I'm not a Capricorn, but I'm a, I'm a hard worker too. Maybe I'm, I was supposed to be a Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. But um, you, uh, you're playing in Honduras coming up. Yes. Um, I, can't, I can't pronounce that fucking. Yeah, I, I'm i still working on it because I feel like it's disrespectful if I try to butcher it. You know I what I'm saying? I don't even want to. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still <laughs> working on my pronunciation because okay. I, you know, I want to be respectful. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, Loyola University in New Orleans where I went to college there's a lot of foreign exchange students that come um, from all over the world 
Uh, and there's a lot of kids that come from Honduras and Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, uh, Virgin Islands, and they a lot of kids, especially from um, Colombia too. Colombia and Honduras has an awesome dance music scene, techno scene. They have great nightlife. Um, a lot of amazing producers and DJs from out of those countries. Um, and I was lucky enough to connect with some guys from Honduras who went to Loyola. They kind of got involved with the local scene and then uh, COVID happened and they graduated and they moved back home. Um, and yeah, we kind of reconnected and uh, he reached out to me and Sam, who goes by Virtue Signal. Um, we actually used to be roommates That's and awesome, really man. great DJ friend of mine. Um, and yeah, he reached out to us and uh, they had an event coming up. We were actually supposed to do Halloween, but it got pushed uh, to November. But they have like some private property that they do events on, actually similar to The Void. There's a lot of parallels. Like but that. like, you know, they got some private property and they're throwing a show and uh, they've been bringing DJs in from all over. And it's an honor. They they definitely like pay attention to the states and the scene here. And, um, you know, they kind of have their own scene going on in that country. And I think they're trying to like bring in other DJs from all over the world so people can be exposed to like all different types of talent and types of music um, so yeah it's it's an awesome scene there it's mostly um, very into minimal techno is kind of the main thing there and um, micro house it's like very very niche genres um, I don't really play a lot of that stuff so I think they're trying to bring in people that have like a little bit of a different sound so um, with, with the house uh, as a like, as someone who doesn't you know I house techno jungle beat like yeah <laughs> I, I can't even classify what the, I'm a metalhead you know what I'm saying so, oh sweet yeah yeah so yeah. Uh, with with house is that the more atmospheric or is so it houses uh so it's a little confusing because house and techno are both four on the floor okay four four timing um the house is going to be a little bit slower and techno is going to be faster okay um and within those genres it's like a breakout of so many different types of stuff metal is the same way though i yeah. i don't have the ear for it i can't tell you the difference between death metal black metal like i don't know um and i feel like that's how people feel about house and techno right, like it's right. just you don't you can't differentiate it because it's a lot of the same sounds like yeah. metal is all the same instruments but it's like it yeah if you don't it takes a long time to have that ear to like really hear the difference it's like it's very subtle sometimes because I, as like I said, someone who has no knowledge, all I hear is exactly. And when I hear metal, all I hear is it's guitar and screaming, and I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I was like, I love this, but I c I couldn't tell you a genre it is. <laughs> I think the thing for me with with like house versus techno is like the big differentiator is that like house is very like percussion groove focused, so it's okay. like a little bit it's a little bit slower, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like about the like drum it's about like the drum and percussion groove mm -hmm. and then techno is kind of more about like the kick in the bass and mm -hmm. like this like more pounding like throttling energy mm -hmm. it's like kind of more of like a kick bass thing yeah um, if, if you like metal like, like the constant like that right yeah okay it's very there's a lot of people that are very much and a lot of techno djs that come from metal okay because it's very both aggressive music but it's also like there's so many different ways there's so many different genres within metal within techno oh, yeah, yeah. so it's like there's a lot of people that i know techno djs that also play in metal bands because it's just that love of like aggressive like communal music i got you you know it's just like it, as the dude you know it's always just seemed like it's so much work just because like between like the, the programming and the board you're running and mm -hmm. all the fucking switches and sh shit you know yeah. the, the knob it just it just seems overwhelming you know i yeah. i have a little uh machine uh micro you know little yeah. beat pads yeah. i used to have one of those and because uh, uh i used to make like uh, hip-hop beats you know cool. I, I, well it's, it's death metal and hip-hop that's like that's, oh, that's, tight. that's my <laughs> shit man you know what i'm saying but even still within the software i'm just like there's so much fucking going on man yeah. and when you're trying to fucking produce the shit and like go find new filter i'm just like this is a lot yeah it's a fucking lot so then i go back to just being a percussionist and playing live music because it's just like all right this is this is i can do this so i can yeah. do this instead of yeah. just sitting down and yeah i like the idea of it i, I, I could do a little bit but it's not not near as 
with all of my friends, dude, man. Like, it's just so much knowledge to it. Like I said, we talk with Rillo, and just like, dude, I don't know what the oh fuck you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's <laughs> on a different level. He's, on a, he's like on a space cadet mode. Yeah, yeah straight it's fuck very up. crazy. <laughs> I, I love him to death, man. Like, dude, you're, you're like, you, with all my heart, no offense, you gotta be the one of the weirdest guys I know, man. Just because oh, like all yeah. his, his just taste and is so dynamic, man. It's just yeah. Like, no, he he, he like and that's what I love about a lot of people that are into like production is in DJing is that like we love so many different types of music and you can hear that like within our tastes. Like, you know, me and Niall, the samples that we use in our tracks and just like this music that we play is not just solely like inspired from electronic music like we'll sample hip-hop reggaeton like we played a black eyed peas remix on thursday which was really fun so it's like we're pulling from all over the place and if you catch the reference cool if not that's cool too you know it still sounds but y'all do things separately this is just what y'all do as a a collect like between y'all two secret handset is you guys but y'all also do y'all's own individual yes okay so i'm lady lavender that's my stage name outside of... It's a nice name. Secret very appealing name. name. Thank yeah. you. And you just go by Niles Na- Ashton. Niles yeah. Ashton. He was yeah. born with a, a cool name. It's a very nice name. Yeah. lucky enough to have parents that gave me a stage name. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I was yeah. not blessed with a stage name, so but I had to create one. She's <laughs> the best at naming stuff. So Hell she, yeah. She yes. named Secret Handshake <laughs> yes. and some other projects that she's involved with. She's very much like a great like idea, concept, uh person you know it's like for me i feel like you created the housing for secret handshake it's like okay this is like secret handshake and then like being able to come up with that idea and the concept then you can kind of like fit in all the pieces yeah i like uh i think that i think that's like we're kind of like yin and yang because you know i'm i'm not an instrumentalist i have a dancer background like i know a little music theory i could play a little piano a little guitar but i'm you know djing is is my thing um but niall is a multi-instrumentalist and has that musician background and has really technical knowledge with producing and djing and i'm coming in with like a whole other knowledge of dance the whole art form and i also have always loved like visual art and design and just beautiful visual things so i kind of use that as my inspiration that helps me name things too it's just like if you know it's funny i always get like my best ideas when i'm drunk like naming things like uh, like yeah no i have like a list in my phone of stuff it's just like it just comes to me but yeah i always i think names are so important like i think the most important thing for any artist is your name because if your name is not memorable and your name is not unique then people are just you know people are bombarded with so much stuff you know we have a little computer in our hands at all times so it's like if the name isn't catchy and you can't it does not there's no associations with it then like it's just you know people's attention span is just (laughs) getting shorter by the day mine included so it's I think uh, I mean I love y'all's name too Third Coast Podcast thank you yeah. uh, that, that was an endeavor in it's own right yeah. to get a hold of because all the shit was, cause we were just drawing like dude what about this and yeah like, right that's taken like fuck you yeah. Know? yeah but then when you perfect. find the right thing you just know you just know yeah, yeah. And, you, and like you know even like my DJ name I was like kept saying it to myself like aloud probably like a crazy person talking it's to myself it's very appealing it rolls but off it's the just like, right and then thank you and yeah. I was just like I'm not getting annoyed with this and I'm still not annoyed with it, except when people spell lavender wrong, which has happened oh. to me a lot of times. Is it, it's spelled how it sounds, isn't it? Yeah, people like to do an A-R at the end, lavender. That's, lavender. that's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> that's fucking they, uh, Her trailer for Hangout Festival uh-huh. was spelled lavender. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm at this like huge <laughs> corporate music festival I'm DJing, and they spelled my name wrong that on my trailer. I'm offended by that. Bro. I know. <laughs> it was so funny. Nah, we, we were like stoned in the trailer, like, cracking up, and like lavender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the third time. Like it happened again recently. Yeah. Like there's a show that's happening next it's week. Dur. Lavender. Yes. Yeah. Lavender. <laughs> but what's so funny is that it's like all of the like DIY people I work with, like local folks, they always on point whenever i do like big corporate like touring shit it's like they always fuck up my name 
I'm like, God damn, you guys are supposed to have like an extra team to check that shit. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's y'all's biggest musical influence that y'all draw from? Wow, so many. <laughs> um, I think Niall and I love Florida. Yeah. And Florida music. Um, Florida music history with Miami bass and freestyle, like uh, late 80s, early 90s stuff. Um, right. Is like huge influence on us, and we also love um, breakbeats. And like you know, Louisiana has their own style of yeah, breaks, yeah, and yeah, and Florida has their own style of breaks, and they're kind of sisters in that way. Um, and a lot of that music is regional music, so like you're, it's I've never really heard a lot of Florida breaks stuff outside of the South. Um, there's a couple DJs that will carry that sound with them, uh, but it's a lot of that stuff's regional. And I think too, like I said, going back to Detroit techno and um, Chicago house, definitely huge influences. And also, I, I have to mention electro as well. As electro is confusing as a word because electro is can be applied to so many different I'm things, saying, right? It seems like it's all it's every it's all it, different. it's all the things. Yeah, yeah. So so when we say electro, um, we're talking about a specific style from Detroit, um, Ox eighty eight. Uh, DJ Godfather yeah. and uh, we were just in Detroit and actually got to see them live which is amazing but all these yeah. OGs that it's a it's it's just I'll play you some stuff of it I think you'll fuck with it okay um, but it's just really like it's machine music it's it's electronic music, music to its core it sounds like aliens coming to earth music yeah, like it's yeah. just okay. <laughs> like it that's literally what it sounds like it would be like in like I don't know, like Independence Day or like Alien. Like it's like they need to re-soundtrack those movies with electro. I'm about it. You know, <laughs> you know actually, I think. Uh, have you seen Tron? Yeah. So that's like that soundtrack's like um, it's a little bit embellished because it's very dramatic, more like symphonic kind of stuff. Yeah. But that it's like basis of that is electro. Okay. It's kind of like that's it, it yeah. really sounds like Alien music. Okay. Um, but it's really cool. Like being we we went to Detroit for a Movement Festival, which is like one of the largest. Um, American like techno festivals going on forever and um, it's really cool because it's like going back to the mecca of all the music that we love there um, and when you're like driving through Detroit and you're walking around and you and just you close your eyes and you like listen to like techno or electro like it's machine music and you know the history of Detroit with Ford Motors and just like you know it's it's Motor City so it's like it the music sounds like the history of the town, which is really cool. And I feel like New Orleans has that parallel too. When you listen to jazz and you're in New Orleans, you listen to bounce music, it's like it sounds like the city. Have you guys played in Detroit? Yeah, we got to play well, a, a well, pre party. Well, if you haven't, you, yeah. I think it's like destined to go. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. honestly, that was like playing in Detroit was like we played a party called uh, Neptunian Influence that we both did mixes for. Um, we did mixes independently and then we played mm -hmm. as Secret Handshake. And it was like, the experience there was incredible like everybody was so awesome and like the sound system everywhere was like huge stacks of speakers huge. everywhere everywhere like we played this like little tiny brunch spot like outside and they had like these fucking stacks like it was like it sounded like skitter yeah but at a, at a brunch spot but yeah. like everyone in detroit is just like down for the sound system and like the first year i visited detroit um i actually was dating somebody who's from there and I went there for the first time, and I remember we were just walking down the street after dinner, and we turned the corner, it's a parking lot, and they have like two 10 stacks of speakers, it's just like a vinyl Jesus. techno DJ, and there's people welding metal to techno, like in a parking lot. And I was like, this is the most Detroit thing I've ever that's, seen in my life. That seems metal as fuck. It's metal <laughs> as fuck, I'm telling you. I was like, you ever have a chance to go. Where the fuck? Yeah. Wow, I never thought yeah. of this yeah. before. No, and yeah. it's hardcore as fuck. Yeah, it's hardcore as fuck. It's, it's, it's very, like, uh, yeah, the music. I mean, it's, I feel like, uh, you know, one thing I love about New Orleans is that every genre of music is represented and is excellent there like it's just you want to go see a punk band you can see a punk band you want to see jazz you can see jazz detroit is the same way like just like all the musicians there and like the different genres of music is just like it's just it's just well done like it's just great what are the main music. like commonalities from all like ever since so well, we, like we grew up with like charlie and will from nice man yeah. you know like, they're from here we're from here and shit i actually used to skateboard with charlie not as good as Charlie was, but in the warehouse, you know, growing up and stuff. But like, ever since they turned us on to like, you know, people like you guys and like, uh, like live bands and shit like that. I don't know what the fuck it is about New Orleans, but whenever you find a band from New Orleans, it's just like 
oh yeah, they have the, they have their sound and their type of music, or whatever. But it's always so a little extra, you know. It's, yeah, it it's, is. it's a little bit more than just like you know the, the face value, you know. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think something that um, about New Orleans that I love is that people just like good music. They fucking tear and it's, up. And it's it's something I love about the Void is that like. You're gonna see ten genres in one day. Yep. Without even trying, you're yep. gonna walk by Avon's, you're gonna walk by the Skitter, and it's like two different worlds. And I feel like that's the same thing in New Orleans. Like it's like, it's just all these little micro worlds, and they're all excellent. Like it's just excellent music. Right. You know. I think that's one thing that I appreciate. One thing I appreciate about Iceman and about this mm-hmm. festival is that there's so many talented artists in New Orleans, or just even in life in general, but. Um, I feel like really great artists can create a community where people feel like they have something to like feel a part of. Damn right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so like absolutely. they're really awesome because mm-hmm. they brought all these people into one space mm-hmm. and brought all these different diverse artists together in a way where everybody feels like a family. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how it feels every year we're, we're, we're here, man. And like right. meeting people like you guys, it's like there's always that same shared camaraderie yeah. and like respect and just love and we're all here for the same fucking reason exactly yeah. and I, I me and Niall love playing for people that don't normally like see electronic music awesome. you know I would <laughs> love that because a lot of our gigs it's it's seeing people it's people that are like super into electronic music which we love too but it's really a blessing to be able to expose people to music that they maybe haven't heard before they forgot about or you know like it's just that is an honor and a blessing for sure wow. and I was so happy too like you know I, I don't always get to see bluegrass. I don't always get to see... Last year, um, Sex Lords blew my mind. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. like... Seeing that was just like, wow. Like, that was just... I have so many, like, highlight moments like that where I'm like, this is such a treat. And, yeah, also whenever I go to the Void, I'm like, I'm going I'm to learn an instrument. I always see... I was like, I was like I need, I need to pick something up because, like, just watching people play, I'm like, I wanted to do that. <laughs> That's like, at least, like... <laughs> Joe and I, we we do a podcast because, like, I, you know, we, we both play music. He grew up in band, um, in like, in school and stuff. And uh, you know, I, what I, I I'm a uh, percussion right now, kind of like in a, a roots band, but not with the brass. You know, cool. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't, still can't fuck with Questlove and shit like that. Dude. Yeah. He's a fucking madman. Yeah. <laughs> but just like like whenever I was watching y'all set, you know, I'm off in the corner, everybody's dancing and shit. I'm like, I'm just like sitting there like taking it in you know like I may even start bobbing my head I'm just like but I'm just watching and analyzing because it's like it's, it's new to me it's, it's like mm-hmm. well I've been to you know some some events you know that host the DJs and stuff like that but to me it's just like outside of my element and so like I'm just in there like eyes on just like well what is what does that button do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really big on like you know we both have a no request tattoo because we like it's a big part of the culture of like DJing okay, where man. like we're not playing like the soundtrack that you want to hear we're playing our sound but at the same time we put a lot of thought into how to make that relatable Mm -hmm. so like we went into the room and played some tracks and we're like okay this is how the room sounds we're gonna like adjust our set a little bit to make make it so that we're gonna play what we want to play but also make it relatable for the people where this is their first time hearing that exactly so you get a lot of requests yeah, enough to get a tattoo. <laughs> enough to get a tattoo. Enough to get a tattoo, and I think we have an appointment to get a bigger one. Yeah, Fuck we're gonna yeah. get a bigger one because this is a bar tattoo. So Hell it's, yeah, it's right pretty. On. We're gonna get bigger it. and a request tattoo. I love yeah, it, um, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I, I think too. Another thing with just DJing in general is that you know a lot of people's only experience with the DJ is a wedding DJ. You know, yeah, but they're just so like half the time they're not even DJs. Uh, right, exactly. They're just oh. playing shit. Right, on fucking YouTube. I've literally DJed hundreds of weddings. <laughs> and and I have a whole I have a whole uh, list of videos of me playing Sweet Caroline. What? Yeah, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. I don't want to hear another Neil Diamond song. No. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, man. But some people show up to stuff and like think that we're fucking wedding DJs and be like, hey, can you play Pitbull? And we're like. We're playing techno. Like, where'd you? We're we're not gonna switch it up right now. But you know, it's gotten better too. I think something that really cool that happened after COVID was people are just so fucking excited to be outside. Yeah. That yeah. I've gotten. I feel like I've been getting more respect as like people are not requesting stuff. They're walking in and being like, oh, 
they're not playing top 40 so i probably like shouldn't request top 40 you know but sometimes like you That's know be exhausting exhausting <laughs> well these, sometimes though there's one time i did play a request uh it was at a pride event and this guy came up to me he goes can you play some donna summer and i was like you know what Yes, I can because that was a very appropriate request because right, it right, was right. the music I was playing was already kind of in that lane. So like that was actually a good suggestion. Hell but yeah, you man. know when people do say some wacky shit, I'm just like, yeah. no, I'll just show them my tattoo. I just no requests. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I will say that like DJing weddings and taking requests at weddings, even to the point where like I'll find a song, download it, and then play it. I think that overall made me a better DJ. Yeah, because I'm like, how do I fit this song in in a way that like makes sense? And sometimes I can't. And like that's the what blend people, itself. That's what people don't realize is that like sometimes you got a vibe going, and like your job as a DJ is to maintain and or amplify, control that vibe. Yeah. And by throwing on their song, you could blow the whole thing. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, what was that? Like. Yeah, it's the it's weddings a, around here are uh, mm. very uh, cut and dry, dude. And uh, oh, I know it's like only it's only <laughs> only like the same songs uh-huh. yeah. every fucking mm-hmm. wedding. I have a playlist called White Wedding. It's got like, <laughs> like two hundred of the same songs. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I understand that struggle because like I said, like oh well, this guy from right down the road, he is a self-proclaimed DJ, right? And all he did, like well. What songs you want to hear? And I'll just basically he just has the speakers, right? You know exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's playing what you want because you're paying him to fucking bring speakers exactly. to play songs. Exactly. You, you know, it's it's not nothing unique. It's nothing you know dynamic and you know it's just that's exhausting for me. I'm like, ah, oh, you're not a DJ. You're just a <laughs> playlist player. <laughs> right. But there's there's you know what I mean. That's like that's important too. It's just different than what we do and we yeah. try to educate yeah. people on the difference yeah exactly there's nothing wrong with anything it's just like yeah. that's not what we do right, yeah right i think i think also like you know when i have new friends just people i introduce to my world i always say like we as djs like it's like we're painting a painting you're not gonna like go up to a painter and be like you should put some red in there like you know what i'm saying Ooh, so it's very like good. That's very good. Good so people very like will grasp it like you know what you're right because you know a lot of people too are used to going to clubs here top 40 and a lot of those DJs do take requests because they're playing music that everyone knows but we are playing music that a lot of people don't know so the whole point is to expose people to new music you know what I'm saying I think like 8 years ago I know I see I'm 31 I think I was right around 18 or 19 I went to a club in Lafayette and uh, I requested a song and how the guy looked at me, he was like, I guess I shouldn't have done that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I understand like the, yeah. thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. he, he, was, he was doing good. But I say people want to, you know, what people know is what they want to hear. And like, exactly. you know, it, people are afraid of a lot of times of shit that they, you know, they don't really, they hate getting outside their box. You know? Right. And that's the thing too. Like we've done a lot of work within a scene in New Orleans to like educate people. We're like, hey, our shows it's a certain energy and it's a certain kind of music and a certain just expectation of etiquette and if you don't want to do that that's fine but then just don't come because it's like <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like you know you could go to a top 40 club and act like a maniac and be disrespectful and be right. drunk whatever but you know our stuff is more of like an art experience yeah. so it's a little bit of different expectation of course we party we have fun people cut loose but it's definitely like it's uh i don't know I don't know. Oh, oh, no. oh. There's some some loose beer cans falling off a golf cart. I'll pick that. <laughs> you got you got to show me that uh, that white playlist. <laughs> yeah. Free bird on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Free on there. It's really good. I what, else you, what else you got? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, Tennessee whiskey is definitely. Yeah, on that's yeah. on there. Chris Stapleton, 100. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, what so else fucking, is on there? That's so fucking yeah. funny. Is Rocket Man on there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, Cha Cha Slide. Cha Cha Slide. Take back now, y'all. I'm trying to think of another good one. Um, 
what I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, what uh, is that's a good the one. The Cupid Shuffle. Cupid Shuffle's on yeah. there. They love it. They fucking um, love that shit at weddings. Yeah, what's another one? Because you know what, my family, my mom, and my sister, they love it. They get down. <laughs> they the Cupid get shuffle. down with it. I'm just like, ah, let's do it. Let's just. Fucking I, do I it. like Bunny Hop in Louisiana. Any <laughs> Garth Brooks? Really? That yeah, that's on there. What's the one? What's the one? Uh, my friends in low places. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that one goes off. Yeah, that's yeah. like the perfect. <laughs> yeah, that one goes too. hard. Yeah. That one goes hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's super relative. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, get I enjoy, it. Honestly, I enjoy it a little bit. It just has to be every now and then. Yeah. Right, right, man. I worked. Uh, I worked the photo booth at one of the weddings that he DJed. I was just laughing my ass off the whole time because like this motherfucker's in like all black and a tie DJing top 40 and I was just like I'm not used to this <laughs> I'm not used to this but he crushed it it was fun I had that's a good awesome. time that's awesome they well, fed you gotta, us you gotta, you gotta you know take your wins you get paid you get paid yeah, yeah. it is a job but that's why you're performers you know you, yeah. you get to you know pick your poison and move the room how you see fit you know you guys are the controllers yeah, it's very right. true. Good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm sorry I've talked too much, Jerry. Oh, no, you're fine. I was just I'm listening. Fucking, he he was vibing in his Wu-Tang uh, shirt. Dude, I'm fucking awake <laughs> now, man. I'm fucking alive, man. Y'all had fun last night? Everything's been oh, good so far? Yeah, been, I had fun. This is the best year. Yeah, we also are glamping this year. We rented a camper. Hot dog. So we got a little tour bus. Mm-hmm. So... That uh, that yeah. has been nice. I woke up in that man. And yeah, listen, hot, I, I'm a city girl, and I cannot be with the bugs. <laughs> I have to be inside. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! How about it? Uh, my my fiance and I, we've been looking at those little teardrop campers, man. Oh my gosh, yeah, they look super cute so and they're super cute. small. And uh, I think someone here has one. I saw one last night. And I, uh, they had their door open uh, a couple days ago, and I'm like, man, I've always wanted to see what the fuck it looks like on the inside, and it's fucking dope. It's man. so cool, yeah, like it's, like it's, just it's two just, people. Yeah, big enough. It's great. It's, and it's, you know, it's super intimate and it's kind of cool. But also, yeah. uh, that thing right there, the toaster. That's like, yeah. that's that's just that's just its own fucking. Oh, I'm loving this kid's helmet. Hey, oh, with the spikes on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, glamping's not a bad thing. Don't don't say it like that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I embrace the glamping. I also oh, just yeah. like I, you know, I want to do my hair and put on my makeup and do my girl things, and it's hard to do that in a tent. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> my, my thing is that like I'm working so much right now that like there's no. I was literally working on the ride up here. Yeah. I was like I can't come here and set up a tent. No, just like uh, you're always booking shit. You're having to line shit up. He's and, very busy. Yeah, it's just like I want to be able to come and just relax. But like the times I have camped, I also really enjoy. I um, haven't. <laughs> I will never sleep in a tent ever again. So, like, like as you're as you're booking stuff, like, how far in advance do you shadow plan ahead for that shit, man? I I, think I know it's not last minute. Ideally, I like to do like right now. I have some stuff like three, four months out. Okay, that's ideal, but that's not where we're at right now. Like, okay. some of it is like I got most of the stuff for the next month figured out. Half of the stuff for the next two months. And then three months out, it's like, I'd love to have it booked two months so we can choose when to announce and then have a full month to promote. And you're having to reach out and people also hitting you up? Yes. It's, it's all damn, that. dude. That's fucking... Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's insane because people, like, <laughs> the thing so that's, like, much, so man. crazy right yeah. now is that people, I think people get a little upset if I don't get back to them fast enough. Yeah. But they don't realize that, like... I get so many texts, phone calls, and emails. It's like by the time I get off the phone, I've got another text and another email, and like people will literally like pop up on me in person because they know where to find me if I haven't replied to them in the amount of time that they think is appropriate. And you're a DJ. I mean, yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that is just like it's just the growing pains of a new, of a new business. But like, hey, you did this. You did. You're good at it. I'm doing my best. Yeah. Niall is <laughs> like, the perfect person for the job. It, I don't know anybody else that can yeah. handle it. To but be really, like what what is, what has made what I'm doing successful is because of all the people that I have access to. That's awesome. Yeah. Like That's like awesome. Lady Lavender, Tristan, Otto, like all these really incredible, like great DJ and event promoters. Like I, they're all like helping me and including. That's awesome. You know, man. they're yeah. all included in that. We have our little family of DJs, and you know event workers and even like our little crew that we came with you know we have 
Grayson Toe, who does our photography, graphic design. She also is bartending here. Like, she's just jack of all trades. Was she at the bar? Queen of Pertown. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Queen of Pertown. She's sweetheart, <laughs> yeah. Man. yeah, she's dope. Her. She's like our, she's our, uh, our child. Oh, awesome, <laughs> man. No, no, she, she's wonderful. Yeah, right? she's very, very talented artist. And, uh, she was working her ass off last night. Yeah. I, I even offered, like, hey, I'll get back there. Yeah. I know, and she's doing Slob and Blob today. I was like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> man. That's fucking awesome. So we got man. a little crew with us. I'm excited for Slob and Blob. Yeah, me too. Dude, last night, uh, uh, a lot of graffiti. Oh. Dude, that's fucking wicked, mad <laughs> shit. And like, in my head, because uh, I'm a big fan of a na- Naughty Professor from New okay. Orleans. Dude, yeah. that shit, I'm, I'm just sitting over here and like, I got I got I need a jam, dude. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's is so insane. fucking much at one time, and it's just, it's, it's, com- it's one of the most dynamic things I ever fucking seen. And Mike Dillon is like, yeah, my fucking King. as a percussionist, like, dude, like you're you're fucking, yeah, he, you're the dude. I, <laughs> the even, dude. I just like mem- mesmerized by him every time I see him. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear the? Uh, did you catch the um, caterpillar song? Yes, dude. I just seen that all the best breakdown. Like the that's like the whole song. Like so catchy. Like. <laughs> yeah, I've been singing that shit all morning. Fuck yeah, man. What time they played last night? That's when Adrian showed up. Oh, I went. Yeah, they played late. They drove from the brewery down to just catch that show, and then they left, man. Like that, yeah. that was awesome. I checked out Rillo's late night Revenge of the Simp last oh, night. Nice. Yeah, that, I, I rode by there for a second. Yeah, the the lights was killer. Yeah, really was. Yeah, they were killer for me too. <laughs> specifics um, yeah. guys uh, thank y'all so much for just coming yeah. through and uh, please please anytime y'all see us now we're, we're not we're nice people yeah you but are we're not but but sometimes we're afraid to talk to people because oh, we no, know everybody got their own thing going on oh, and shit like that but yeah. uh thank y'all so much for coming through thank you for having us awesome. we, yeah, thank yeah, you for we, having we, us back i appreciate it don't man. lose our file this time you got, you got more shirts <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's him no no that was the other we, we were working with another board and it got too hot and oh yeah oh, last year yeah last year it, between the rain and that board overheating even like a slight from this close to the sun, yeah. it, would, it, it would fuck up. Man. I mean, honestly, yeah. the weather this year, prime. Perfect. Perfect. Prime. This is like the first year since they've been doing it here that's actually been cool weather. No, I know. I was freaked out last night. I was like, why am I in a sweater at the void? <laughs> right. Like, fuck yeah, yeah. man. But uh, these these recorders and uh, Tascam has like... Love Tascam. Yeah, I fucking love Tascam. Tascam. Yeah, it's recorders, great. Man. They're mm-hmm. perfect quality no matter how fucking close it is or far away. Mm-hmm. It's, the clarity is like impeccable. But... uh guys uh, so uh secret handshake all uh, that y'all's handle and y'all can find each other on uh every, every platform as lady lavender secret handshake and uh Niall ashton Niall ashton yeah awesome man thank y'all so much thank you, yeah, thank you
Yeah.